What's up, dirtbags? Welcome to episode 243 of the Midwest Angler Podcast. I'm Scott Sturman, and I'm joined, as always, by Matt Deitch. Matt, what is going on? Oh, you know, just thankful. Just thankful. That's thankful. Just sitting here counting my blessings. Just counting them all. Counting my blessings. Thankful that... Blessed uh, up. Thankful that uh, we've got all you listeners. Uh, for a lot of you, you've stuck with us for 243 episodes. Um, I doubt you guys are thankful. Yeah, some of you even at the Ice Institute were talking about how they went back to the first one and started listening, and they're at like episode 131, and it's just like, it's amazing that you made it that far. <laughs> I feel like they'll be able to see the progress. <laughs> right. Like, wow. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm not saying and these guys not. are good, but they've come a long ways. <laughs> and maybe not. Maybe yeah. We've never changed. In maybe our minds maybe we we've have. declined. Maybe we've declined. <laughs> like, God, episode one was pretty good. I don't know about 243. It's yeah. Mm. By 250, it is going to be rock bottom. <laughs> rock bottom. But, uh, no, I, you know, feeling thankful, a little bummed. But also a little thankful at the same time after this don't, past weekend. Don't, don't. So we're not going to bring it up. We're not going to, but, yep, nope. Looking forward to the to the weeks ahead now. Only uh, You superstitious. I'm very superstitious at times. I, I don't am. claim that I I'm am. stupid superstitious. I don't claim that I am. I'm try, I try to be like, I'm not super. It's not a superstition. I'm just saying that. You, you saw how I was when... You know, the football team came out with white pants and stuff. Oh, yeah. Like normal yeah, purples. Yeah. And when we like, went to the visitor like, sideline, or, right. or were we on the home sideline? We were on the visitors. Or, well, uh, well when we had to walk around, year. when we had to walk around and go to the other side, I'm like, fuck, we're, we're, we're screwed. Right. Yeah. We're screwed. It's we're just done. like, God dang it. It's like, what is going on here? It's like, come on, people. But no, I get, I get that way. I always try to like kind of. Like I've Fridays, got lucky underwear on Fridays. I wear the same, you know, shirt and Do our game days. I'll wear the same shirt and try to match, you know, go with that all the time. And unless, unless we don't win. And then it's just like, no, not wearing that again. Connor McGregor said one time that superstition is, is for people that are weak. And so then I try to like go against it and I'm like, you know, piss on it. You know, if I'm supposed to wear this shirt today and you know, fine, I'm not gonna, I'll, I'll prove that superstition wrong. And then all of a sudden, something bad will happen, and it's like, like, damn damn it anyways, that's a freaking shirt, freaking shirt. For those of you guys that don't know exactly what we're talking about, uh, our high school team was in the the, uh, uh, Iowa Class 2A state championship game uh, last Saturday. Friday. Friday. Friday, it was Friday. Um, And uh, yeah, had a 21 to 10 lead going into the fourth quarter and just couldn't hold on to it against a really good Van Meter team. Uh, you know, in, in the past four years, this is their third state title that they've won. Um, would have been uh, um, also in the last four years, the uh, the third state title that Central Line was playing for. Yep. Um, they won one last year, uh, got runner up four years ago, and uh, now runner up again this year. Uh, you know, it just. Uh, one of those deals, they have the longest winning streak in the state of Iowa, um, you know, a lot of great athletes, and, you know, you, you only get so many special teams like yeah, this, and, oh yeah. and uh, they don't come around often. Um, you know, Central Line's traditionally a good football school, but uh, uh, you got to be really special to, to get down to the um, state title game, you know, consistently, and, you know, Van Meter has been, uh, Central Lion has been, you know, our, our rivals from across the county, West Lion, uh, they beat Van Meter that year that they didn't win. Right. So, uh, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of good football, but, uh, 
um yeah just just one of those that stung a little bit that, that it did stung that it a did a little bit so uh um you know episode, you know you said you're talking about conor mcgregor saying that you know superstition is for the weak well michael scott he said that i'm not superstitious i'm just a little stitious <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i don't know who michael scott is it's steve carell's character on the office <laughs> jesus <laughs> I think you would like hot some take. Of the, never uh, seen the office. I know you have, never but seen I think it, you'd ever. like some of the dry humor. In I I got a feeling like I probably would really like it. It's a good thing that I haven't watched it yet. Oh yeah, you'll start watching it. If you, you know, watch it all, you you know you know how I am. Oh, when yeah, I decide I, I like something. I've, I I it, it's it's all I can think about. Yeah, but, I uh, can, as I look at all the custom rice rats <laughs> over there, yeah. That, <laughs> every once in a while i look over there and it's like god dang it <laughs> like i what mm, i could buy with that one. but uh <laughs> whatever uh episode 243 is brought to you by our good friends over at dakota angler uh the ice institute is over with for uh for the year um but ice fishing is right around the corner they've got otter vortex hubs on sale clam yukon xts for 750 clam nanook xts for 600 Humminbird Helix 5 and 7 blowout deals, uh, Clam 720 Hubs 525, and of course the ever popular Blackfish Dakota Angler branded Gale uh, pullovers, which are absolutely freaking awesome, uh, $75. Ooh. And you know, I, I know we've talked a lot about these Gale pullovers, uh, both of you, you and I, uh, and now even Ramrod, uh, run these Gale vests. Like guys, these things are are super super nice. They uh, they they block the wind. Uh, you and I ice fish in them a lot. Oh, I love wearing mine ice fishing as a you know. I I like to go with like a hoodie and that. Yeah, you know, and with some base layers underneath, and like very rarely do I put my coat on. Right. I mean, unless it's you know once the sun goes down, yeah, if we're gonna pack in for the evening, it's like, like okay. But I mean, honestly, if it's just thirty-seven degrees. Oh, and, and decent out. Yeah, I mean that that Gale hoodie, uh, really really nice. Pockets nice and deep on it and stuff yep. like that. So no, it, I love mine. Yep. But uh, um, if you can't make it over there to the store in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, you know what to do. Code Dirtbag at checkout. Save yourself a little extra jingle in the pocket. And uh, Christmas is right around the corner. Uh, maybe time to start thinking about uh, you know some stocking stuffers. That's uh, for sure. Uh, if you've got a nice fisherman in your life, go up, go up there, or go online, get yourself, uh, um, get yourself a bunch of uh, jigs. You know, you spend twenty five dollars and you get a bunch of jigs, and there ain't a nice fisherman in the world that says, "Golly, I got enough jigs." That's exactly right. I mean, you can always any, use a few any more of that stuff. Yeah, you can always use. More. Leave them in the package because, man. <laughs> Those treble, stick treble hooks are really there. tough to get out of the stockings. That is for sure. But it's fun watching people stick their hand in there and all of a sudden, ah, pull it out and be like, there you go. Happy birthday. Or happy birthday. Merry Christmas, dirtbag. That's why they call those sticky hooks. Yep. That's why they call those You're sticky. Guaranteed to catch anything. If you pull that on somebody and you videotape it oh. and send it in. <laughs> We're not responsible for. We're not responsible, but we could send you maybe something do. cool. <laughs> we could send you something cool. But. Oh, even Josh even messaged us the other day, and he had one package going up to Alaska and one going out to Hawaii. Hawaii. Freaking crazy! We got dirt bags in Hawaii. Uh, that don't surprise me. Right. Don't surprise me one bit. Um, but uh, 
Thanksgiving's right around the corner, Matt. Um, We put a post on Facebook today talking about uh, everyone's least favorite uh, least favorite uh, item that could end up on a Thanksgiving plate. Uh, um, Food item that could be on the Thanksgiving buffet smorgasbord. Right. And I would say overwhelmingly uh, cranberries. Yeah. Uh, which that that doesn't really surprise me. I would say overwhelmingly, there's some people that eat some weird stuff on Thanksgiving, not your traditional Thanksgiving food. Well, you know, there's a few first of things like, first. Are, a, are you a turkey or a ham guy? I love a good ham, but like turkey, it's about like the one time a year that you get turkey. As long as it's cooked good, it's. I mean, it's good. Did you see? Uh, golly, somebody even sent it to me today, and. I think I forgot to. We're, uh, we're to that point of the year now, too. Like this Thanksgiving, t- you know what's Thanksgiving time when you see a lot of the warnings about frying turkeys and all the videos of the there tur- was turkey starting the house on fire. The there was like somebody's fire. beef council that wrote the best way uh, to to cook a turkey is to set it out a few days before right. uh, whatever, toss it in the trash, and then go and get yourself a primer mm-hmm. roast. Yep. So eh. we do prime rib roast for Ooh, Christmas. Really? Really? Yeah, that's our Christmas. We do a oh. prime rib. I don't. Emily does. Bragger. You're an old bragger. But uh, um, whatever the case, cranberries, yams, uh, sweet potatoes. Um, there's there's a lot of people that like didn't like some of the good stuff. Like I personally Well, that's what feel. I mean. Like we have some dirt bags that don't have really that great a taste, to be honest with you. Yeah, which doesn't surprise me. Robbie Rembrandt said he was going vegan this year. Doesn't surprise no. me. I congratulated him on No Meat November, and and hopefully uh, he's got his and, Andy Stromsness. Andy Stromsness is like, well, fine. If it's No Meat November, then I'm not traveling up to see Robbie. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna work. That's gonna wait for December. Yeah, <laughs> can't wait for December first. Oh, oh I could say some stuff right yeah, now. Yeah, we but. better not go there. <laughs> we better not go there. But. Uh, um, so I, I actually itemized uh, what my top ten least or top five uh, least favorite um, uh, things to to eat for Thanksgiving. Uh, I don't even know if I've had a yam, but I, I'm 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 sure I don't like it. Really? You ever had a, a yam? It's just uh, I think yams and sweet potatoes are basically the same. They said sweet potatoes are a little bit sweeter. Well, right. But I, sweet I potatoes still, is number four for me. Is it junk? I, I like I, sweet I, potatoes <laughs> as long as they don't like, I don't do all the marshmallow stuff on them. Okay. Don't give me the marshmallows. Marshmallows are supposed to be on a piece of chocolate in between two graham crackers. And that's where I'm having. What about that fruit salad? You ever have that fruit I, salad with not, marshmallows in it? I, I don't mind the fruit salad. with. We're going to hash out salads like, here in a not, little bit. Too. Not the cocktail salad with the marshmallows in it, but, uh, yeah, one of my I don't like the the fruit salads that you get at like Thanksgiving. Sometimes you ever had the one with like the lime green Jello with uh, cottage cheese in it? Yeah, that's kind of a staple at a lot of places. I was never really a big fan of that one. No, no. The best no. way to eat that is to throw it in the trash. In the trash. Yeah. It's hard for me to eat a Jello salad now. Ever since you watch, you know, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation and Aunt Margaret or whatever, whoever it is, puts the cat food on it. So. I'm going to say something here. All right. I've never seen 
You've never seen National Christmas. Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. It's all right. No, never it's seen all right. it. Never seen it. Yep. All right. All right. So yams, sweet potatoes. Next up, pecan pie. I don't mind a good pecan pie. No way. No yeah, way. Nope. You nuts do not belong on a pie unless you're maybe gonna sprinkle. I don't. No. No. Plain and simple. Nuts don't belong on a pie. <laughs> don't don't teabag Scott's pie. Right? <laughs> no nuts on his pie. <laughs> <laughs> Damn him! Somebody teabag my pie again. <laughs> I specifically said no nuts. <laughs> my brother's a big pumpkin pie fan. I, I should put some outlines and nuts like, on his freaking. Like, what are these two dents in my pumpkin pie? <laughs> these, these, these nuts right on your pumpkin pie. <laughs> Damn it! Anyways, Uncle Matt dead parroted the pumpkin pie again. Dead you know what the dead parrot is, right? What is this? <laughs> Come gonna, on. You're going to have to explain it here. Oh, yeah. No, I think I got to get what you're throwing it down. I think we could get kicked off the air I think here. we could, so, yep, all right. The old slap on the shoulder? Yep, yeah. Okay, yeah. Whew. Ooh, I'm, so we, pies, we like, lost listeners yeah. there. We lost <laughs> and listeners. And we gained a few too. I don't know. <laughs> we got a few new dirt bags that I don't know. Like <laughs> the ones that we, oh, man. Um, Sorry. Sorry. Pies at pie. That might be the, that's the most off the rails we've ever been. That might have been right there. But you're exactly right. It's Thanksgiving week. You just never know what's going to happen. All right. Moving along. Pecan pie. Ain't happening. Ain't happening. Ain't happening. Stuffing. Stuffing? Sucks. Ugh, you're man. a stuffing fan. I knew you I, would be. I am. I'm more of the, the wet stuffing than a dry stuffing guy, but... So I, I was actually talking to uh, my coworker Nathan today. He actually told me that he would get rid of everything else just to keep stuffing. stuffing. There's some just that are stuffing fools. It depends how you make it. Like some people make a stuffing, and it's almost like a meal in itself. Like Emily's mom will put some like ground, like some Italian sausage in it, and like they will do a little bit of like the apples and things. But sometimes that stuff you can fancy it up too much. Uh, it's better than the box stuffing. It's got to be like a homemade stuffing, not just out of the box. Doesn't it just feel like you're kind of overhandling it? I mean, you know, uh, sometimes you're, you're throwing a whole lot of junk in there. And it's still bread? Well, yeah. I Season mean, like, bread. just, I mean, do, do you like it more than turkey? Stuffing? No. Yeah. Do you like it more than mashed potatoes? Oh, it depends on the mashed potatoes. Some people can, if you don't, if you don't dress up your mashed potatoes, if they're just kind of like a watery kind of potato, I mean, you got to throw some butter and, you know, stuff like that in there to get them good. How do you feel about green bean casserole? I think I'd rather have just green beans, regular green beans really? over green bean casserole. Okay. Okay. How do you feel about cream corn? Um, I'd rather have scalloped corn than cream corn. What's the difference? Scalloped corn is more of like, it's firmer. It's kind of like, um, uh, how do I? I think I know I, what you're talking about. It's almost like kind of like stuffing with corn. Uh, then I don't like it. But it's not like stuffing. It. I mean, uh, I, you know, if, if, it, if it's, it's kind of like it. It's the texture of it. You know, it's like a firmer thing. I don't know. Scalloped corn. My mom always made that. That okay. was always good. I don't know that I've ever had it, but... Uh, I'm I'm just I'm game with all vegetables besides that California medley. Yeah, that, like the the frozen junk. Oh yeah, like, that's just come like, on, guys. Put a little put a little cheese sauce on it, and whoa, we have changed the game. <laughs> all of a sudden, we're good again. But uh, 
Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, Brussels, you like Brussels sprouts or anything like that? I don't. I don't know if I've even ever had Brussels sprouts, but um, a lot of the vegetables you got to roast them. That's the way to go. Roast, roast them. them. Put some like olive oil and some like salt and pepper, some seasonings on them, and roast them in the oven. That's that's pretty damn good. I'm not gonna lie to you. You don't have to church anything up for me. My favorite, plain old canned corn. Yeah. Plain old canned corn. Yeah. You give me canned corn, mashed potatoes, and a meat. That right there is about as good as you can possibly get. Just plain old canned corn. Just plain old canned corn. Yep. Canned corn. Coffee yep. in the morning. Yep. Me and carp. That's right. The worst thing that ends up on Thanksgiving plates, bar none, deviled eggs. Oh, you're not a deviled egg guy. You Hell no, I'm not a deviled egg guy. Ugh. You know who likes all this stuff I listed? Jeremy Clausen. You know what else he likes? Almond Joys. <laughs> Blue cheese. That's, 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 that's the people it... that like the stuff that I just listed, like... Those are the those are the almond joys and the blue cheeses of the Thanksgiving world. Are they? I don't I don't know about all. Prove of them, me wrong. No, I don't. I because you can't. No, I just hate to hate to do that to you. Then what's your five top five favorite things? Whew. You know, it's easy to sit there and say like, oh, I don't like these things, but like you got to narrow it down to your top five favorite things. You can even go top three if you want. Okay. Corn, I can do that. Can corn, can corn, potatoes, and turkey. Yeah. And if they have ham, ham would rank higher than turkey. Yeah, turkey is actually the worst meat. I could go. I could see where you say that. It's not bad. No. I mean, meat is still, I mean, meat, meat is right. still like the top of the, of, of the pyramid. But I would say out of all the meat, I would take beef first, pork second. I, I don't know. I'd probably. I've had lamb chops. I've had Austin Brugman's dad's lamb chops. Son of a bitch, are those good? Um, like I, I don't know. I mean, you could start naming off like the wild stuff, like bison and, uh, right, and right. sheep and whatnot, and 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 you know whatever. And I probably like all that stuff. But as far as like the mainstays, beef, pork, chicken, turkey. Yeah, that's what I think, anyways. Yeah, no, I'd I'd go with you on that one too. That's I think that's why everybody just loves turkey this time of year because it's kind of like the one time you get it. Yep. I think the leftover I think leftover turkey is better than like than the than, than the first day. Than the first day, I think it's yeah. one of those things like when you have like a cold turkey sandwich the next day, put like a little mayo, a little salt ooh, on there. Ooh, I like and mayo just, and just the turkey. I mean, the thing about turkey is you just God dang it, it gets freaking dry sometimes, and you need and to freaking have a damn cup of milk just to choke it down and and i mean i've had some turkey where it's like son of a gun this is this is freaking right up there right and but then you have some of that dry stuff that it's like who man well, you I, gotta that's why you got like have, almost a powder well that's why you gotta have a good gravy to <laughs> exactly ground it all exactly. ground the whole plate off in gravy you throw me turkey mashed potatoes canned corn and just smother the whole damn thing with gravy that's Happy about as camper. good as what it gets Yep. 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 Just don't put the nuts on the pie. What's your favorite kind of pie? My favorite kind is coconut cream pie. That, my doesn't, that my, doesn't surprise me. My grandma Deitch's coconut cream pie was my favorite thing in the world. 
Really? People have tried to, you know, we got a recipe and stuff like that. Often imitated, never duplicated. Yeah, not going to make it as good. Like when my mom and dad used to run that cafe in Ellsworth that's not there anymore, um, my grandma was the one that made all the pies for it. Oh, man. Kind of became famous for it. Oh, it was, those pies, like nobody's meringue has been as good as hers. Like, it's one of those things. That's why I always tell people, no matter what you're ever doing, you know, you guys were just on your diet, the biggest loser competition, all that stuff. But like when you go to grandma's house and she offers you something, you take it. Yeah. You never know when you're never going to get to have it again. And it's just never, ever the same. So, yep. I mean, people can have that recipe, but grandma always, you know, gra- you know how grandmas are. Oh, yeah. It's like, well, you know, a little bit of this and a little bit of that. It's like, well, it says two cups. Well, no, sometimes you got to go a little bit more than that. Yep. So, my, you know, my grandpa was a baker. Well, right. Yeah. And, and like there was recipes kind of loosely written down, <laughs> but you know, he did it off of feel and, and look and whatever. And yeah, eh, it kind of looks like it, it could use a little bit of this. And it, and, and it wasn't, you know, a cup of something. It was, you yeah. just grabbed it by hand and you kind of threw, threw it, it in there it. and yep. yeah, yep. it's looking pretty yep. good right yep. there. So no, that'd be, that'd be my favorite pie is, yep. was that, I mean, if I, you really can't go wrong with a good apple pie to right. put a little I, ice, scoop of ice cream on there and just. See, I love apple pie and I love ice cream, but I don't want them together. together? No. Not a guy like that. Huh? I mean, give them to me right next to each other, but, but I don't like it when the ice cream melts and gets in on my pie. All right. You just don't like that runny ice cream. I yep. get it. I can respect that. Thank you. Thank you. I that was one of the nicer that. things you've ever said I know, to me. Well, it is Thanksgiving, so <laughs> that's right. Be that's thankful. Right. I'm not thankful for you, but it is Thanksgiving, so. Oh man, uh, mine. I, you know, if I had to think about it here, right off the top of my head, like I said, that that Jello salad that there's always like a lime. And people know what I'm talking about. It's like a lime green or lime Jello with cottage cheese in it who the hell thought that that was a good mix it's like the old like the older generation it was like what they did it's just like you go to like any church function i guarantee there's going to be like that type of salad there where it's just like where did this like all come in there and there's also one too where like you throw a bunch of marshmallows in it too and it all just kind of becomes like a real like gloopy mess and it's just kind of like um I don't do that. No. Uh, I was going to say a Caesar salad with chicken, but. <laughs> Shut the hell up. I could freaking slug you right now. Well, that one, you were saying F chicken and all that, that one podcast. So have you gotten over that now that you have to, don't have to eat them every day? Yeah, I could I could get back in. You know, I probably am going to. I wonder, what's tomorrow, Wednesday night? I might get after a Caesar salad tomorrow night just to knock the cobwebs off of it again. It. Yeah, I'm. God damn I don't it, know. I like I'm a just good Caesar I, salad. I'm just you know, for me, pies anything like that is made with the canned fruit filling. I'm not a real big fan of those of those pies. Like you got to have like pie oh, snob. You're a pie snob. A little bit. Austin Bruggeman's a coffee snob. You're a pie snob. <laughs> I get that. I get that. No, I. There's just not a lot. I mean, I enjoy. Would you I take cookies food. or pie? Me? Ooh. Probably cookies. Really? Yeah. Cool. Okay. All right. Fine. That's yeah, good. I just, I'm not a, like. Cookies or cake? Mm, probably cookies again. Cookies or ice cream? Ice cream. 
there was almost an ad for a new podcast <laughs> co-host. That was a good five-year run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was but good. it's over now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. No, no. I as far as a Thanksgiving meal, I I'm pretty good. You just kind of go yep. in with a little bit of everything, but don't put that damn cottage cheese in your Jello. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I'm coming at I'm coming at the table in stretchy pants, and I'm ready to go. <laughs> like I I, I want to be comfortable. The food's got to get down there. I might take a break here and there. Do you take a nap afterwards? Sometimes I might. I fall just, asleep. I, I feel like with two brothers in the house, like. That could be dangerous for you. No, I know. No, no, with my brothers around, I'll never take a nap. No, but we don't ever have like Thanksgiving to, with my. Family. Oh, you don't? No. Okay. We go over to Stewartville to Emily's. Parents, oh, yep, yep, yep. That's always, that's always an, that's old, always an old, adventure. Oh, Barry, better not <laughs> shave one of your eyebrows. <laughs> right. No, that's a kind of a hurry up and. Okay, let's sit down and eat, and he just kind of. Quick gets his done. He's like, all right, let's go for, like, let's go do this. Let's go it's for a pheasant like, hunt. It's like, well, we'll do that on Friday morning, but, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No. No, it's, uh, no, that's what we do for Thanksgiving. You guys, do you guys go down to Brit? Or? Nope, nope. Uh, we got uh, um, lunch over at Ronnie Rath's, and uh, um, we got uh, supper at my parents'. Oh, nice. Yep. So, I have to drive a total of about four miles. That's not. That's and I like no, that. Yeah, I, I would not argue with that. Nope. So, uh, with that being said, uh, looking forward to or looking towards the end of the week, uh, I think we're going to have some uh, some actual ice fishing going on. And by actual, I mean I'm not uh, taking a swipe at the Black Hills or or you know Tyler Ray down in Colorado, but uh, us down here in the lowlands. Um, could actually get some uh, some real ice fishing. I wouldn't doubt uh, um, if a couple people are, are actually seeing it already. Um, the lows are getting down there uh, overnight uh, during the day. You know, today I don't know. I think we were we were supposed to get up to thirty eight, thirty nine today, yeah, but I got a feeling supposed to get down or get up to like fifty something. Yeah. Then tomorrow's the end to, of it, right? Yep. And then it's supposed to get cold for a yep. while. So. Uh, I looked up at like International Falls and Bemidji and and that type of deal. And uh, um, after tomorrow, we're talking highs in the in the middle twenties and and lows down in the low teens. Um, you know, a night or two of uh, no wind, and uh, it's 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 going to happen here in a hurry. Um, I think us down here, we might be a little ways out yet. I'm figuring two three weeks yet. Um, you know, I, I guess I can. That can change, but uh, I'm going to say two, three weeks yet. Uh, we always get revved up right around here, um, you know, during Thanksgiving, like, oh, man, it's happening, it's happening. Guess what? Week before Christmas. Yep. Every damn yep. freaking time. Week before, ooh, excuse me, week before Christmas. Um, and uh, I suppose it could uh, happen a week earlier, it could happen a week later, but if I was a betting man, that's what I'm, uh, that's what I'm going after. Um, just a quick look here, um, International Falls, Icebox of the U.S., uh, 37 on Wednesday, and after that, 20, 27, 31, 29, 24, 25, 24, 29, and that's the highs, like I said, lows all uh, um, low to mid-teens, so 
Yeah, yeah they're going to start. It's going to happen. Ice. It's yeah. going to happen fast. When we talked to Walleye Will Pappenfoos up at the Ice Institute, he told us up there that uh, water temps were like 33 and a half, 34. So yeah, he had said that first cold snap they had up there, there was a lot of like the little, like smaller lakes and ponds were already locking up, and then they opened back up with some wind and stuff so like when they, if they get some calm weather and some cold it yep. doesn't take long for them to build ice up there and especially those smaller bodies of water and then well we've had skim ice on the right. hospital pond already yep. so i mean yes, it, could, it could happen could happen and uh i guess uh at, at this point in time you know for us i think the last snow we had was actually in october so we're yeah. gonna get through the whole entire month of november without a speck of snow uh as much as we could use the moisture um I'm not really going to complain about it. Uh, you know, then then at the end of the day, we've got December and January, and I always kind of feel like when we come back from Hooked on Hard Water, the days are starting to get longer, and, uh, you know, you can kind of tell that that sun's got a little bit more of a uh, um, little bit more power to it. And so, yeah, if, if, if we can get through the whole entire month of November without anything, um, hopefully... I am ready for some ice, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, at this point in time, if we're not going to have 75, then give me then, the damn ice. Then give me some <laughs> Give ice. me the damn Let ice. Let us walk on some water. Yep, so um, whatever. That uh, That is what it is. Uh, look forward to seeing uh, the people's ice fishing pictures. Uh, I, uh, like I said, I got a feeling uh, it's going to start blowing up here uh, in the next three, four days. Maybe, maybe we just need to drive north if they get some ice up there and just give her, mm, give her a go for what's a week going and, on i see what I mean, you're saying you know we just don't have no ice around here so we just gotta we just gotta venture north oh i mean we could go to the twin cities and fish uh some of those uh metro deals and stay at the mystic max that's true i don't know if i really want to go into the metro though <laughs> to stay at you got this that place. right you got that right uh it just you know how it is in the metro the traffic i mean all the big city the bright night. lights yep. yeah i don't want to deal with all that yep so uh um you know it's, it's kind of in that little in-between deal uh like i said um here in a couple days uh uh should be some ice fishing but uh you're seeing a actually, lot you're seeing a lot of people do the whole like last trip of the year with oh, their yeah. boats you yep. know like even like these hardcore like guys that i mean have been fishing as much as possible with this nice weather we've had into november that are kind of like all right this like yep. this was the last one she's getting put away and yep yep but see you in the spring yep but a lot of people uh obviously had changed uh changed their tune gone uh to the deer hunting the the waterfowl hunting matt you've been out doing some pheasant hunting yep. um and we actually got a little bit of a deer hunting story we going and got to do a little tracking we did a little track i always look forward to that like that call like somebody's like all right i got one like i hit one and we need a track i kind of feel bad that that i didn't reach out to you on friday night then knowing that that but it had been a long day it had been a really it had long, been a long day. day uh long, i would probably been like oh, i'm good if you guys yep. got you guys got a few eyes out there although i yep. still probably would have been like all right let's go yeah let's do it but uh um you know friday like we had mentioned uh state football game down there uh we drove down and back in the same day uh 4 a.m wake up uh take off get down there for a 10 o'clock game came back and i think we got back somewhere around five somewhere in that ballpark uh my brother actually uh shot me a text or gave me a call i don't even remember 
about 3.30 uh, with a cool trail camera picture um, of a deer, and he's in his tree stand in the background. Killer badass picture. Way badass. Um, and he messaged and said, hey, I uh, stuck this one about 15 seconds after it walked by my trail camera. Um, feel like Felt like he made a pretty decent hit. Um, he, he thought maybe just a little bit farther back than what he would have liked, um, made it a ways, uh, walked over the hill and, uh, didn't see it again. So he snuck out, wanted to give it good time. Uh, we came back about four, no, hell it would have been three thirty. We got out there. We left here at eight. So that's five, about six hours later, um, is when we finally got back out there. Not a lot of blood, uh, found the arrow. We tracked it for a ways, uh, got down along a river and realized like, oh boy, this bugger might've, might've crossed the river here. Right. And, uh, kind of started scratching our heads. Um, you know, just didn't really know which way to go from there. Um, by this time it's about 11 o'clock at night. Um, just not really feeling real confident with, uh, you know, what we should do next. And Eric said, you know what, um, uh, maybe it's time to back out. Um, he was gonna kind of decide what he really wanted to do. Thought about calling in a tracking dog, thought about, uh, you know, um, you know, getting more people down to grid search, whatever. And, uh, right as he was kind of calling it, I said, shh, I hear something over there. And, uh, they, him, my dad, Ramrod, they didn't, they didn't hear it or whatever. And so, yeah, you know, could have been a rabbit, could have been about anything. We backed out. We, we went home the next morning about 9 AM. Eric's like, all right, let's round up the troops. Let's head back out there. So Ramrod, my brother, Eric, and my son, Grady, uh, no, not no, Ramrod. Not you, Ramrod. Sorry, don't mess me God up with dang Ramrod. It. I, what a freaking shot below the belt! Holy buckets! Yeah, I, I apologize. I apologize. Man, just give me the freaking mouthful of that Jello with freaking cottage cheese in it right there. Just for yeah, feet that me. was that was mean. Any worse, and I would have let oh, you man. have a free kick to the nuts on me. <laughs> just but, not uh, on the pie. Nope. So you and I, my son Grady, and my brother Eric went on out there, uh, started, Eric had kind of played a scenario through his head. And after he said it, I was like, you know what? That's exactly what happened. We started walking back there and lo and behold, right where I had kind of heard that deal the night before my son, Grady walks right up on a buck. Um, like I mentioned, we had left at 1130 at night to back out we got back down there at 10 30 it was yeah it was yeah something like something that like so that. less than 12 hours maybe right at 12 hours something in that ballpark and the coyotes had gotten in on that and absolutely <laughs> tore that freaking buck to smithereens it's amazing the damage they did in that short amount of time how good are they at pulling back straps off? Pretty damn good. That thing was freaking cleaner than Brian Chapey yeah. at the Ellsworth Locker. It was. It, it was incredible. I mean, and just their sheer power to be able to rip a whole like leg off. Not just like a leg, like the shoulder and everything. That front shoulder, yeah, you know, was hanging just, on just by a little bit of hide. Yep. Just ripped that sucker right off. I mean, they yep. knew what they were, where the good stuff was, and they were going at it. Yep. But, uh... Either way, you know, for Eric, any time that you got to back out, let it sit for a night, um, 
you know, that's, that's not obviously what we wanted. Um, but we just felt like we, we thought that there was a possibility that that deer could have still been alive and that we were bumping them along as we were cruising along, you know, tracking. And, uh, so Eric made the, made the, the right call to back out, oh, but, um, it just sucks when you get there the next morning, you know, it, it was cool enough. We would have been okay. The meat still would have been good, but, uh, coyotes got in on it. And at that point in time, uh, meat shot, he did tag it. He, he, we talked to the DNR officer. We got the head, um, took it out. Nice 12 point buck. Um, one that he had a little bit of history with, uh, actually freedom brew Austin, Knew the buck very well also, uh, started sending Eric trail camera pictures of it, um, whatever the case, but, uh, um, yeah, it, it, not, not the perfect ending, you know, the perfect ending would have been, you know, dragging a whole entire carcass out and, uh, um, cutting that thing up in Eric's shed that evening. But, uh, uh, just the closure for Eric to know, you know, that a, that deer isn't out there suffering B you did make a good hit on it. It just, you know, sometimes it just sometimes doesn't out to get there before you do. Yep, and uh, anybody that's hunted long enough knows. Oh that yeah, that happens. Yep, yep, that's no doubt about that. But uh, and you've been doing a little pheasant hunting. Yeah, I've been getting out. Uh, Finley and I walked a bunch of land the other day, put on a lot of miles, and then finally we went to a draw that we knew and on some private ground that we have permission to be on, and that thing was loaded with pheasants. We didn't get very far in, and we got our we had our two, and it was just like man. Probably should have came here first. <laughs> yep. Is that what but the limit is, too? In Minnesota, uh, until December 1st. And, and then, then it, it switches, switches to three? three. Yep. And it's three all the time in, in, in Iowa. Iowa. Yep, it's always okay. three. And I think South Dakota is three as well. Okay. Because I think I'm going to get a South Dakota license here one of these days and go a couple weekends over there. I'm going to try to get a bird in every state on the same day. Yeah, that'd be cool. Be that'd be fun. way cool. Kind of be fun to do. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, we've been getting out there. It was kind of funny. Um, I got one with like a 24-inch tail feather the other day. That was a long old, yeah, that was a, long old that was tail a feather. One. And that thing, that old boy, he probably should have waited for about um, 45 seconds and he would have been all right because after I shot him and he was flopping around out in the field and Finley was running out there to get him, a younger rooster got up right by me and that thing was like, I mean, it would have got it, but... <laughs> I would have shot the younger one before the old old fella, so he sat a little too tight. Yeah. No, but no, I... it's good. We've been seeing a lot of birds over in this part of the country. Uh, uh, yeah, Boy, that says Iowa a lot that I didn't even know what the damn limit was. No, I mean it's it gets kind of confusing as far as what you know that with Minnesota how it like changes right in the middle of the yep. season. Uh, kind of like so. the goose season down here in yeah. Iowa. You go freaking five miles north, and they can shoot six of them. Yeah. You go a little ways over to the west and to South Dakota, and they've got some early season where you can knock down like freaking two dozen of them. <laughs> <laughs> We're over here in Iowa, two. Yep. Two. Two is all you get. Yeah. And you can only do it for a week, and then you got to wait for three weeks, and then yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, I guess yeah. it's I guess it's better. Like I was telling you, like my father-in-law over in that southeastern part of Minnesota. They can't even use like deer scent anymore and all that stuff. Really, like a chronic wasting disease. There's a lot of bun. There's a bunch of yeah. different laws over there this year. So yeah, and I don't know the science behind it all. I'm not gonna. I, I'm. I mean, <laughs> well, we I'm, could. I'm, I mean, I'm an audio biologist, uh, Thanksgiving dinner biologist. I'm just. 
I know a lot about it, but I'm not willing to share my expertise on deer. Yeah. That one will say well, the true experts. The yeah. true experts. Yeah, true experts. But uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, Bassmaster Elite Series uh, officially came out with their roster today. Um, couple names uh, going to be left off the list this year. Uh, a few weeks ago, we talked about who had actually qualified, but uh, a couple names uh, off the list this year. Um, and one kind of disappointing one being a, a northern a northern guy that I, I believe that, you know, we always kind of pulled for. But, oh, uh, yeah. Um, Josh is a good guy. Yep. Uh, Larry Nixon, David Fritz, uh, just flat out retiring. Bradley Hallman and Micah Frazier uh, stepping away for family reasons. Keith Poche going back to the uh, MLF instead of doing the Elite Series. Uh, um, trade Keith Poche for Jordan Lee. Yeah, I think that's a pretty yeah. good trade. <laughs> Not bad. Last but, ones again. Yep. <laughs> but uh, uh, Gary Klaus, Daryl Gleason, David Williams, Masayuki Matsushita, uh, Skylar Hamilton, and then our fellow uh, northerner, um, from up by Malax, Josh Douglas, um, was eliminated. Uh, that was, that was a disappointing one. And, and, uh, one of those that honestly, I guess I, I, you know, you always kind of look to see where Douglas was at. Um, I felt like he, I felt like he was better than, you know, the bottom six, seven guys over yeah. the last two years. But, uh, um, you know, when you and I were kind of text messaging back and forth and talking about it. You know, you kind of said, man, Douglas could, you know, put together one, two really good days, but in a four-day tournament, he just couldn't string four of them together. And, and uh, you know, that that happens. It, de- it definitely does. And, I mean, I think we were talking about, two one of the tournaments he finished, like, dead last. And, like, that's hard to come – like, you got to finish really good on some – you can't have any other bad tournaments if you finish dead last right, in one of them. Right, right. Uh, but no, it, it is tough to see that with Josh because, you know, a guy that I have followed ever since his career kind of started to take off a little bit when he first decided to start fishing the opening opens and trying to qualify for like the FLW or the when that was still around or bass and stuff. And just to, just to see how hard he hustled to get there. Yep. You know, and he made it and he was there for a couple of years. Um, it's just kind of like it is heartbreaking because it, it is like a life lifelong goal and dream to do that and uh he seemed pretty good about it like i mean he's accepted the fact that he didn't qualify i don't know if he's going to try to requalify i think that that chapter of his life is done i saw that he said that you know he's finished second and third in a couple opens before so now he's only going to do like the northern and the southern opens or something like that yep that's exactly Uh, it not going to fish all nine but uh just do the northern and southern and try to win one yep like he wants he wants to win a bass event and he's definitely good enough right there's no doubt about it he's setting his goals and he and josh does such a good job on the other aspects of the fishing industry not just the fishing part of it but like he's very good at like doing seminars and teaching people about like electronics he's good with promotion but he's not a mega motor about it no right he he is very smart with what he does um does a really good job at showcasing his brands yeah he does he does a great job at that and he's going to have a lot of success with that yet and i mean he's not leaving the fishing industry but it's just 
I, mean, I think I think him and his wife really want to phase into the YouTube instructional yeah. inf- information videos, and and I like that. Yeah. I mean, oh, so do I. You know, and I, that's kind of what it is. You know, and it's you might add more value doing that than than what you do. I mean, well, it's it's kind of like well, let's just take for example Tom Bowley. right? Tom Bowley or like if we we're gonna like like let's see here, like with sports, if we we're gonna kind of like compare it with sports, it'd be like Caitlin Clark. It would be it. It would be dumb for Caitlin Clark to go to the WNBA because she would make less in the WNBA than what she does in college right now. Yep, with the NIL deals, in my opinions. Yeah, like, it would, and she's more popular. They sell out Kinnick or not Kinnick, uh, Carver Hawkeye Arena. Yep, every time they play, she's playing in that many thousands of fans. And this is no knock on. The, she was just on a State Farm commercial, right? And this is no knock. She was on Monday Night Football with Peyton, Peyton first, and Eli Manning, first NCAA athlete to be on there. Yep. Um, but this is no knock to the WNBA. But like, I feel like there's more people that show up to a Iowa Hawkeye women's basketball right. game than there does than there is that are showing up to you know WNBA basketball games on a Tuesday night or whatever. So, yep. I mean, so like as far as that like goes with Josh, I mean. His, he's still going to hustle hard on that stuff. He's going to showcase his his sponsors that support him and uh, things he's passionate about. But He gets uh, to go and have fun again. Yeah. He gets to go and it, have it, fun. It, his back's people, not against the wall. People forget that. Like, these professional anglers, it's like, oh, they get a fish all the time. It ain't fishing. I mean, it's their job. It's their <laughs> livelihood. People, like, I texted you today. I, I texted you and said, like, would you – would you go? Would you pay eighty five thousand dollars a year to go to your job and work? And it was just like, and you you responded back. I was I was so terrified that this was a setup question that had something right. to do with the school board. Right, I know you. <laughs> I, like, I know you were. I was like, what the what, fuck what, is the <laughs> Iowa legislature putting in like some sort of special what, licensing? That I'm just a PE like, teacher. You're giving me God. You're giving me way too much credit on on something like that. Like you no. Know, I just texted you to that because I, Jacob Fouts has put out a couple videos over the last couple weeks that have like gained major, you know, traction and uh, people just got people. He lost sponsors over the deal. Yeah, I gotta he's, watch him. He's on watch Mercer's. Him. He just he's just like a real quiet kind of laid back guy, and he was talking about like how like to be a professional fisherman anymore. It's hard just to go out there and just be able just to go and fish. Like it's like the the social media people, the influencers, it's like the sponsors and stuff are more worried about how many brand, or how many followers you have and like how many views you're getting over like can you catch fish and do well. And he just thinks it makes it tough. But it, he made a couple good points in this one video like like it's $45,000 per year for entry fees for the Elite Series tournaments. Uh, you know, you and I have talked about that before, like sometimes like with these entry fees, like these guys have qualified to get there. So they like they are considered professional fishermen there. Like like to go to an open, like he said this in his video, like anybody can go fish in open. That doesn't make you a professional fisherman if you can right. just pay it and go do it. I mean, like whereas like the Elite Series or the Bass Pro Tour you have to qualify, qualify. for those, yep. and 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 it's not easy to qualify for those. So, like when you do get there, you are considered. Like I think he said, like in sponsorship money last year, he made like seventy five hundred dollars. Was it on his sponsorship stuff? I know, like one of his major sponsors was Pro Choice Marine down in Missouri. Yep. And after he re- he recorded this video, they dropped him, 
And, no shit. Yeah, and but he was he had a follow up video to it, and he had no ill feelings towards him, but he just like thought it was BS that they did it over a text message. They just text, right. they just text him and just said that they were moving on without him. You know, like thanks for what he did and it, for all that he did over the last couple of years for him and all that. But uh, no, back to that, like $45,000 a year for just entry fees and then like travel expenses. That's like another $15,000 per year. So it's like, you're paying all this money to like go work. Now it's a high risk, high reward deal. Like if you go out there and you win a tournament, ask Joey Safuentes if he gives a shit. Well, right. You know, I ask mean, John Cox, if he gives a shit, right. not everyone is is supposed to be an, a professional right. angler and Jacob Fouts? If you're not making it, you know maybe construction's your job. Well, see, he talked about how he has to come back and guide to make ends meet when he gets back home, and he's like, "I hate guiding. I hate people." <laughs> it's just like, no. well, well, you didn't gain a lot of fans and, uh, by saying that. And At that, least you were and honest. That is and why stuff. Pro's Choice Marine dumped you, you're right? Because you aren't. But he is. It's just like. It's, it's his personality. There's some people that are. But just if you're like gonna have that personality, wanna... then you better fucking win some trophies. Right. right. You better. You better be damn good at. Yeah. Because like, like if cause... I'm just gonna fish, then you better be really good at fishing. Because he's so. not tearing the world up at no, either of them. No, so no, there's no doubt about it. So we're we're gonna talk about him next year at this time <laughs> that that he was. And I, he, he's, he's a little bit higher up there. Yeah. He. I mean, he has. He had some good. He had some good tournaments. Yeah. Stuff like that. But uh, like. No, he says like he sees like he was frustrated because he sees some of these influencers having more, like getting more sponsorship dollars than him. But it's just like that's because they're bringing in customers and fans and stuff like that, and they're getting their names out there more than what you are by just by just like. Do you understand how this works? It, it, there were some parts of the videos that it's like really confusing. Like it's just like. I get what you're trying to say, but at the same time, you're kind of coming across as kind of being whiny. And he says that also, and then he'll come across and be like, I know it sounds like I'm whining and doing all this stuff. And it's like, I don't know. Yeah, it's... you are jakey. <laughs> so you'll have to watch the videos. Yeah, and just, I, I should. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll come away of... from it and be like, all right, I get it. But, um, yeah. So yeah, you know, those anglers being out of the bass, you know, elite series, it, it sucks. To see it always does go, suck but... this time of the year. I mean, I guess none of those, uh, aside from Douglas, were were people that it's like, man, you know. I I guess I'll be honest. I'm I'm kind of surprised Gary Klaus held on as long as right. what he did. Um, you know, just yeah, one of those deals. But uh, um, when you said it earlier, Jordan Lee coming back, that's that's, that's some exciting that's stuff big. right there. Yep, back to back Bassmaster Classic winner. Yep, and uh, just so. an all around stick and just a yep. good good ambassador for the sport. And yep. uh, you know, there's probably a lot of people that as weird as it sounds, don't really know who Jordan Lee is or what he, you know, how good he really is because some younger fans didn't really know the went to their own tournament trail, the yep. MLF and everything. So, yep. But all right. Uh, I think we're to the point of that show that uh, we're going to talk about our good news stories of the week brought to you by our good friends over at freedom brew in Larchwood, Iowa. My brother Eric actually treated uh, us to a little bit of Freedom Brew uh, after we found that deer for him the other day. Uh, I had a caramel frappe. You had a lotus drink, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, the watermelon breeze lotus Ooh, drink. Ooh, baby. Ooh, man, when that hit, 
Like I, I felt like, like I was gonna just start calling people up that I know that bow hunt and ask them if they shot a deer. I just thought about just going ready to and, go, huh? I, th- I thought about just driving around to like. <laughs> To public hunting lots. area parking lot. Yep, and just waiting and seeing like you, you need, need a tracker, deer, like you need deer drag out. Man, <laughs> I'll just throw that son of a gun right up on my shoulders and carry it out. You don't need no cart or anything yep. like that. I was ready to go. You stay here at the truck. I'll bring it back to you. Like I was ready to go. Nice, nice. but no, yeah, that was nice of Eric to treat yeah, us to that. I think I think Grady had like a macchiato or something like that. My dad got a tea. He got a tea. Yeah, got a tea. He's not a coffee drinker. I think. I think he fears what he doesn't know. I think if he had a little bit of freedom brew, all of a sudden he'd he'd be way into it. But uh, um, whatever the case, uh, we will we've said it once. We'll say it again. Uh, freedom Brew is the absolute best coffee shop. It's located over there in Larchwood, Iowa. Um, if you are traveling down I ninety, heading east or west, um, I think it's like the Manly exit. If you would drop down south about ten miles, uh, you'd get over there to. Uh, um, to Larchwood, Iowa, uh, just about 15 miles, 10 miles uh, um, back east of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Um, if you're in the area, I highly suggest you go and check it out because um, the best ingredients, the best people, um, you'll be happy that you did. Uh, winter menu, did you say that they came out with yep, the winter menu? Christmas drink menu. Oh, boy. Uh, there's tis the season. They're starting off with a candy cane mocha. Nope. Get that hot iced or blended. Nope. I know you're not. You're not going to like a chance. lot of these not with all chance. the mint and stuff like that. <clears throat> the next one is a peppermint bark latte. Uh, we got an eggnog latte. You an eggnog? I've never person? had eggnog. Neither have I. Uh, a spice cookie butter latte. You get that blended. I don't know mm-hmm. what kind of spice we're talking, but if it's gingerbread spice, I might be able to go after that one. Yeah, it's like cinnamon and stuff like mm, that. I think I could go after that. A candy cane frappe. Nope. I know you're not doing the candy cane. A Christmas cocoa. There you go. Yeah. Nice, nice yeah. Christmas cocoa. Yep, you, can't you can't go, go wrong, wrong there. No. Uh, and then they have some Lotus Italian soda drinks, too. They have a holiday sangria. You can get that in the Lotus or Italian soda. Sangria is... It- that's like is that that's a wine. Spanish wine? Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Sounds good to me. I don't know. I'm not a wine drinker. I wonder if so. Austin got his liquor license. Uh I think it just tastes like that. Like oh, okay. I don't think it like is actually the I thought wine. maybe he was gonna start swinging bush lattes out of there. <laughs> <laughs> Blended, please. <laughs> Blended. Whip no whipped cream on top. I'll take whipped cream. I'll <laughs> I know take you the will. I know you will. Uh they have a watermelon mint fizz lotus. Uh, a mock Moscow mule, though. This is too, really, so. really, yeah. Boy, this I is, I mean, we're one. this Christmas menu is not like three drinks, like, we got a damn menu. Yeah, they're they're getting after it. That don't surprise me, but uh, yep, Freedom Brew, the absolute best. Uh, my they goodness, got third in the, the yeah, big idea. Don't even get me started. No, that was I a know. fucking load of bullshit. No, I agree with you. I'm not going to get you. Okay. <laughs> I was feeling good. You brought me up there, man. God damn it. But, uh, okay, whatever. Good news stories. We're not supposed to be down when we're talking about good nope. news stories. Uh, Iowa Hawkeyes won the Big Ten West. Yeah. That's going to be my good news story. Uh, I don't need to hear it when you say, Big Ten West. Yeah, I get it. Penn State is better. Michigan's better. Ohio State's better, but that's how they have it set up. Yep. And uh, at the end of the day, 
the Hawks won the division that they were in. If it wasn't for that damn Minnesota Gopher freaking game, right? I'd be I'd be on cloud nine. So now this week it's the the Big Ten West champs versus the Big Ten West chumps. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, I got I I'm not even gonna say anything. Not gonna uh, trash. We've talk, got a friendly you? bet with the Cox boys. Uh, there will be a picture on Facebook afterwards. It involves cowboy hats, and it involves Iowa Hawkeye or Nebraska Cornhusker shirts. Uh, Joshy and Zach, me and Eric, uh, that's who it involves. I'm not going to get any farther into it because I'm superstitious about the deal. And, so uh, we'll stop talking about we're it. We're going to quit talking about it, but there is uh, there is a bet going, and uh I'm not going to say anymore because I'm going to be going down to Nebraska here in the very short near future. So if I razz them on here, then they could razz me down there yep. if the wrong team wins. That's right. So, so just going to keep your mouth shut. Yep. I don't blame you. All I'm one. saying, Iowa Hawkeyes, Big Ten West champs, print the t-shirts. They're already printed. Do they got them out? Yeah. You go to the Iowa Hawkeye website and they got Big, big Ten West champs. Yep. We yes, may sir. not be the best, but we're better than the rest. That's, <laughs> that's right. We're the best of the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Iowa football, we're the best of the worst. Yep. All right, what do you got? Uh, mine, I'm going to give, uh, you know, my good news story of the week, since we're talking a little deer hunting here, is to our fellow big decker, Mitch Lufkus. Michelin. Mitch Lufkus got his first deer the other day with his bow he's been practicing all off season he got into archery he never grew up with hunting or anything yep. like that got into shooting bow a few years ago like last year i think it was and kind of been part of the archery club here in town that just started up and been doing a lot of shooting all summer long and he made and, it happen yeah his third time out third time out ever hunting i think he bow Jesus hunted a little Christ. bit last year Third time out, they, uh, him and uh, another one of our fellow coaches, teachers here at school were out and uh, had a decoy, and this one came walking out and walked down to the decoy, and he put a nice shot on it and ran like 60, 70 yards, yep. and they watched it fall down. Dump over, huh? I said, how bad were you shaking? He's like, dude, like, he goes, I've never, like, he's like, and then another big buck come walking in, and he's going to have the other guy shoot it. And he's like, I had to like sit down because I was worried that this thing was going to hear me because I was shaking so much. I really? Was like, I was like, oh, yeah. Like, you'll never forget that. Like, that yeah. first one that you shoot like that. I mean, it's just like, oh, boy. But and Garrett then, wasn't able to get a shot? No, Garrett wasn't able to get a shot at the other one. So, no. No. never fully came in and committed. So, no. So, I'm going to say, you know, congratulations to Mitch on getting his first deer. You bet. You bet. So, all right, guys, uh, we will call an end to uh, episode 243. Uh, I know it's been a little while since we've had a guest. Uh, I've got a couple guys on the list that we would uh, probably like to get on here in the near future uh, before uh, ice fishing really does uh, take off in full swing. Um, have patience with us. But, uh, yeah, we appreciate every single one of you. If you haven't, uh, hit the subscribe button. Uh, leave us a review. Um, do whatever it is that you do. Uh, we appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Later. Later.